the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, it's business time. Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Next thing you know, we're in the bathroom brushing our teeth. That's all part of it. That's foreplay. Foreplay is very important. Hooking in. It's a little business time. Then you go out Let's bring in our guest, Scott Gam from TheStreet.com. How are you, Scott? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, the headline of your re- most recent story was. A little bit of a shocker to me. It's not one that I think of. Mortgages are too risky, consumers say. What motivated the angle on writing this story? Well, you know, it was a study from the uh, National Foundation for Credit Counseling, and they found that 18% of respondents said that a mortgage was not worth the risk. Um, But then the interesting part was that 82% felt that, you know, home ownership was a critical part of wealth building. So there's certainly a conundrum there. Um, but, you know, I think the recession certainly, uh, you know, has still left plenty of homeowners wounded, whether they themselves were involved in the trouble or they, you know, people around them were. Um, so it's certainly, you know, interesting to see how, how people are still afraid of, of those mortgages. But it is important to know that we can get into this, that, the landscape has changed. It's not that wild, wild west out there as it was before the recession. It's not perfect, but it is better. So I think I grew up thinking, you know, again, my perception of mortgages, maybe I'm contributing to your, you know, after story or not. I kind of grew up the American dream was to own a house. Then I got into a house and sold it pretty quickly. Uh, things were moving in the 90s pretty fast. Um, but, yeah, anyone who's been involved in real estate since 2005 probably has to be pretty spooked, especially the children of people who made bad real estate decisions. Did your study or did the study take into account, like, Generation Y's motivations on mortgages versus, like, the baby boomers? No, it, it, it wasn't a matter of age. Um, but okay. it would be interesting if, you know, to see those numbers. Um, you know, we're certainly seeing uh, mortgage rates uh Flop a little bit. Certainly, they're they're higher than they were at this time a year ago. But you know, you would think that that would be sort of causing people to get into um, a mortgage. Not necessarily right now, but certainly if you look back a year ago, everyone was saying, "Oh, rates are going to go up. The Federal Reserve is scaling back. It, it, you know, they're going to taper." And then the first six months of 2014, we had a you know a, a ton of different factors that you know, through that thinking off course, even though the Fed did taper, I mean, we had the crisis in Ukraine, we had emerging markets crisis, uh, we had, you know, just overvalued stocks, and you had uh, factors in the markets that really, uh, you know, 
you know, kind of threw out that expectation that rates were going to rise because of the tapering, and now everyone's kind of just waiting for what's going to happen next. Um, but I think that speaks to, you know, the, the other point we made in the article, uh, which is that, look, you have to buy a house when you're ready. You, know, you can't kind of make a decision based on what interest rates are doing or what your neighbor's telling you, uh, that if you don't get a mortgage now, you're going to be paying, you know, this much more in a year from now, because uh, no one knows. So that's, I think, the key point. It's interesting that you bring that up. I think that most people could afford a monthly payment for in their head versus what interest rates are, and yet we get caught up in, you know, uh, you buy now. Because the commercials are like, rates have never been lower, now's a good time to buy. Maybe you're even wondering. Um, so there's a little bit of a media pressure to get into homes. Um, take it on a, a different twist, and going back to 2006, 2007, 2008, one of the problems was that you'd get a loan for half a million dollars in California, and You'd go, to, you'd go to sign the paperwork, and it was, you know, it's a stack of paperwork. It's like a ream of paper that you're signing, sign here, initial here, sign here, initial here, sign here. And that's got to be one of the reasons why consumers see it as risky. It's, it's, it's an intimidating process. Well, not only that, but you also had in, in those years, 06, 07, 05, uh, you know, people who weren't uh, playing by the rules, per se, in terms of, of you know, sort of, Giving out these mortgages, not doing the proper, uh, you know, background checks, uh, you, you had a lot of issues. Um, and then, you know, obviously those mortgages, which were tainted, were packaged up and sold, you know, in the same pool as some of the better mortgages out there. But you know, the tainted stuff couldn't be distinguished from the the good stuff. So it was really just a perfect storm. Uh, and that was only one component of the crisis. You even talk about the banks or, you know, all these other, you know, factors plummeting home prices. But um, so I think certainly, like you mentioned, the years leading up to the recession, you know, are still with us today. In fact, I'm surprised that that number in the survey wasn't higher. Um, I, I, I thought 18% was pretty low. Um, I, I would think people are, are kind of through with these mortgages, especially because, you know, I mean, we really, in, in many cases, haven't necessarily learned our lessons since the recession. I mean, I have another story up on Main Street that's about to be posted about home equity lines of credit, uh, how there was a study from Equifax that those are up 8% over the past year. And, you know, that's for people are using their homes as ATMs. And the only reason that that's working is because home prices are rising. But what happens when they fall? I mean, we learned that in, in 08. Home prices do fall, and what do you do when that happens? So it's, it's important to, to sort of keep all these things in mind. It's, it's nice that you bring that up because I did get, get a piece of mail from one of my mortgage companies saying, you know, hey, you've got some equity. You want to take out a home equity line of credit. And home equity lines of credit are a problem because they assume that you're going to get a better rate of return than what you're being charged, and it's just another product. And back in 2000, uh, Marin, where I live in California, uh, was the BMW capital of the world because of home equity lines of credit, not because of jobs, but because of home equity lines of credit, people using their piggy banks at the worst possible time to uh, tap into the real estate market. So I'm speaking with Scott Gam um, with Street.com. Anything, any bottom line that you want to throw out here or anything else in the story that, that – we should add a little more light on before we wrap up? Well, look, I, you know, I think just to reiterate, uh, you know, home invest, you know, buying a home is, is certainly uh, should be a, a, 
a choice to better your family rather than to sort of, you know, take advantage of a low rate or take advantage of a, of a deal you found, you know, keep your, your family uh, first, I think, uh, because, of course, you know, buying a home, you know, allows you to establish roots in a, in a community. Um, you know, it, it sort of lets you build that foundation. So, and I think that is where your, your head should be rather than kind of getting caught up in all of these other factors uh, that honestly is a bunch of background noise. Uh, you know, when it comes to your, you know, personal situation, you want to keep that in mind. Thank you very much. It's Scott Gam with the street.com. He's a personal financial contributor. Street joins us every Thursday in this time slot. Always um, content that you should talk about. Again, I don't really care who won the hockey game last night as much as I care about a survey that says people don't trust mortgages. And for Scott to go out and say, maybe you don't have to own the home you're living in, that's scary and, and wonderful all at the same time. It's along the lines of... Uh, all these car share companies now, there's a company that will let you uh, borrow a car. So if I have a car that I don't need this weekend, you could borrow my car and I get paid and you get a cheaper rental. It's a win-win kind of situation. The company has figured out a way to do this by throwing out a million-dollar insurance policy on all vehicles. Uh, great. It's a disruptor. And when – I mean, we can cut down on the number of cars we make by uh, – we, we have 33 t- – too many cars for every car that's out there, um, and you're only in your car typically one hour a day, so there's 23 hours where it's not, and if my neighbor wanted to borrow my car to go to CVS, why not if it's insured? Hell no, if it's not. It's a disruptor. So what Scott was just talking about with maybe people are starting to wonder, like, are mortgages right for me? Um, you know, when you borrow money at 6%, that's pretty big. That means you're kind of trying to get the return on the house of 6%. So you're trying to, you know, see that grow on a regular basis going forward to offset the money that you're borrowing. So the cheaper money, usually typically the better way to go. But I'm not going to make, a, you know, an absolute statement like that. I will say again, though, um, I want you thinking about money as much as possible, as much as possible. To get your calls in the air, it is 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I'm not terribly thrilled with our economy right now. And I thought I was going to be, I thought we were going to be in a little bit better position by June. Recessions are always painful. The Great Recession that ran from late 2007 into the middle of 2009 and inflicted a new kind of pain, in my opinion, which is a, an era of slower growth. We have not recovered like we should have or we have not recovered like we historically did. It's been five years since the official end of that severe economic downturn. The nation's total annual output has moved substantially above that pre-recession peak, but economic growth has averaged only about 2% a year, well below the historic average. Household incomes continue to struggle. Millions of Americans still can't find jobs. Growing number of people out there think that we will never, ever be the country that we were. For more than a century, the pace of growth was reliably resilient, more than 3% a year. A lot of people are wondering now, like, why are we stuck at this 2% or less? So the slow recovery has some scars on it. And will we shake it? Maybe that's the sign that we're about to shake it. We've got a big event coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Club. It's an income and retirement strategy seminar. It's five bucks. 
It's talking about dividend stocks. It's talking about income portfolio income strategies. You can find out more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.